0: Follow English Podcast, a podcast for EFL learners and teachers. Episode of the Follow English podcast. Today is November the 3rd, 2022. I'm Marcos Gazana, and I'm speaking from Porto Alegre, in the south of Brazil. This is episode 225 of the Follow English podcast, and today I'm going to be interviewing an old friend of mine, that's Roderick Lambert. So please, Roderick, let's get into it, and please uh, introduce yourself.
1: Hi, Marcus. Great to see you. Um, uh, For your listeners, maybe you could add that we first met uh, at a very young age in playgroup in London, uh, some uh, 40 40 plus years ago. We won't say exactly how many, but yeah, um, very nice. Thanks for the invitation to be on your podcast. 225 episodes is incredible. My name's Roderick. Uh, I now work uh, as a health coach for my company, Midlife Metabolic Health. Um, and I'm very pleased to be able to um, take part in this.
0: Yeah. So uh, maybe as a as a first question, can you tell us a little bit about how uh, uh, your career changed and uh, when it changed and how how difficult it was to adapt to a new reality? Um, so over. Yeah. To... Sure. Uh,
1: well, yeah. I mean, uh, I was having a, a fairly successful career in HR uh, in an international banking group, um, and, uh, I got to the point, aged 40, where I got my next new exciting shiny position, uh, to further my career, I also became a father at the time, uh, and turned 40, uh, all sort of three quite important, uh, milestones, um, and I started to wonder, is this, it's been good so far? Uh, but is this something I want to spend the rest of my productive days doing? Is it giving me now what it used to give me uh, or has been giving me for the last 15, 20 years? And uh, you know, it's, it's when you, especially when you have a, an addition to the family, that's when the pressure really piles on and you're juggling all those balls. Boss, people you work with at work, of course partner, wife, husband, um, child or children. Uh, and not forgetting that other important element is is you yourself. Uh, and uh, necessarily, because there's only enough hours in the day, something had to give. So I spent quite a long time thinking about what to do, how to deal with this uh, midlife reflection. Um, and not not about... to
0: say crisis, right?
1: <laughs> well, you see, some consider it a crisis. And with hindsight, I realized it was a huge opportunity because... These days, if you live uh, the right lifestyle, you can live to 80, 90, even 100 years old. Uh, and when you're in your 40s, you're not even halfway there. So, you know, a lot of life still to be had. Uh, and why spend it uh, 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 Why spend it sweating blood for a, a large global organization? That's essentially the, the only meaning in the end is to create... Uh, value for their shareholders of which there are many millions. Um, uh, So, so, yeah, I came to the realization that this isn't what I want to do for the rest of my life. I need to do something with a bit more meaning Uh, and after much soul searching and research and talking to my wife, um, we we made a plan and I I quit my uh, corporate job, Um, went and did for a year, uh, trained to be uh, a coach. A business and life coach. Um, Got my certification and uh, set myself up as a coach. Um, That was four years ago, Um, and I've sort of morphed from coaching everybody for anything, which is quite a hard, uh, hard idea for people to understand, to narrowing down to a specific niche. And, And my niche today is. Those who are in our, at our age, I'm 48, so uh, between about the age of 40 and 60, who um, have uh, discovered that uh, their health has got out of hand, their weight, they're battling with weight. I, I looked up some figures that uh, just in Brazil over the last 15 years, the obesity rate has gone up from 13 to 21%. Oh wow! Um, and, but that's nothing special. That's happening everywhere in the Western industrialized world. Yes. Um, and uh, of course, we you hear about more and more about these chronic diseases like uh, type, two, type two diabetes, uh, cardiovascular disease, which is the world's biggest killer. About 18 million people a year die uh, from uh, heart disease. Yeah. Uh, uh, the amount of uh, autoimmune. Um, uh, conditions are increasing, cancer is skyrocketing and these can all be uh, if not stopped uh, they can be even reversed or prevented by the way you lead your life and um, yes. so I, I would uh, I had my own experience I was told that uh, I'd probably have a heart attack within five years um, I was uh, 20 Two kilograms heavier than I am today, um, and I had all sorts of various health issues. Um, and I realised that the things the doctors were telling me simply didn't work, okay. uh, or perhaps even flat out wrong. Yeah, um, uh, you, you know. Research...
0: Yeah, you know. When I when I visited you back in 2012, I remember that uh, a few of the days I was staying with you, uh, you were. Uh, still going to work and having a your normal routine and one thing that called my attention was the the discipline that you had there to to catch the train at a very specific time and to get to work and then to 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 leave work i don't know if you were leaving earlier because we were there but relatively early comparing to brazilian style yeah early to go and early to come back yeah that's that's what i mean here in brazil people tend to work from 8am or 8:30am 8 8:30ish up to 6, uh, 7, in or even 8 p.m. in the corporate word, world, yeah. So uh, it's a pretty heavy routine and it's difficult to get out of it, you know. And I think this is a, a a big deal in Brazil and it's part of our culture, unfortunately. It's difficult to find someone who doesn't have this routine, uh, like working from uh, 7.30, 8 or 8.30, let's say, up to uh, 8 p.m., yeah, that's really bad. We have late dinners here, and uh, that's why I think uh, the, the the number went up. I didn't know about this 21 percent that you mentioned, but uh, uh, that's that's a big part of it. The routine, the working routine we have in Brazil, and this is uh, the culture, right? It's the national culture.
1: Okay. Uh, it may, yes, national culture, I'm sure you, know, you will know better uh, about that than me, but uh, I would say it's pretty standard. I mean the the, yes. the, the re- regimen that I was I was leading was one of the reasons I, I needed to quit my job because I was getting up extra early to get to work extra early so that I would uh, manage everything required of me so I could be home when you were visiting for your visit, but it was that but it was actually when I had my son, so, that I could uh, uh, in the evenings uh, okay. help my wife out and uh, spend some time with my son. So, it was a killer of a, and you know, you, you, you put the, 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 the baby to bed and you've got like an hour, an hour and a half, two hours. Uh, you eat, you, you sort of collapse on the sofa, on <laughs> the TV, and you go to bed and sleep because you know you're getting up again early in the morning. So, it was just a non stop. Um, rat race, or other, you know, that one, those, those mice run around the um, uh, uh that, um, that um, possibly could be continuing to this day if I hadn't uh, decided to make a move. But it was having dramatic effects on my health, and stress is one major uh, uh reason, or corti- uh, chronically elevated cortisol levels is one reason we're all getting ill, secondly, uh, uh incorrect eating patterns and also incorrect components of what we're eating uh, that is getting us all uh, ill
0: yeah so yeah that leads me to to uh, uh, the next question which is about intermittent fasting so could you this is something that's becoming more popular maybe you could Tell us a little bit about uh, uh, the benefits and uh, how to manage to get there to to be able to do it. I don't know once a week. Uh, what do, what do you think it's it's healthy to do?
1: Mm, right. Well, I don't take this as medical advice, but uh, from the research I've done and experience, my own experience and experience of my clients, um, having a period when you're not eating is really useful. The problem is, we're told to eat six times a day. Uh, generally, we start with a breakfast at whatever time in the morning. And we end up with a dinner later in the evening. And when you think about it, you're eating for your 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 body is dealing with food for pretty much the whole of your waking hours. And we don't realise it, but actually, uh, your the way, dealing with food is a process that takes several hours each time. It's hard work for your metabolism. That's all your organs that have to deal with it particularly when we're in uh, long-term stress, which most of us and you know, live, deal with, uh, the body isn't even focused on doing that. Um, and uh, and uh, it's basically the body doesn't have time to, to repair itself, because after eating, your body needs to repair itself. Uh, and that's essentially what sleep is for, but then again, we don't get enough sleep. So your body never has time to clean up after, the, clean up the metabolic mess after consuming uh, calories and food, um, so the uh, fasting, which let's face it, has been something we've been doing for a very long time, and it's in all cultures, even you know various world religions, a uh, period of fasting, um, has been demonstrated in the in the scientific literature to help um, clean up the body from all these uh, these, uh, 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 things that actually, if they're left in the body, can actually cause damage. Uh, There are different ways of doing it. Uh, Most people uh, go for what's called time-restricted eating, which means that you will eat all your food and drink all your calories between a certain time frame of, let's say, 8 hours. Uh, And the other 16, you won't be uh, consuming calories. Um, and that uh, has, helps a lot of people, not only in weight loss because you're extending the period where your body is running on uh, glucose and your body can then switch into using more uh, of the energy stores you have on your body, i.e. fat, uh, gives it a bit more chance to do that, but also uh, enables the process of autophagy which is um, the, uh, comes from the Greek to eat yourself yeah, uh, and your body starts using, uh, uh, you know, uh, not using, but starts clearing up um, from uh, all the all the stuff that you don't really want to be there.
0: How so how did you it, pronounce that again? Autophagy.
1: Autophagy. I think there are different ways of pronouncing it. Okay. Autophagy is another way. Autophagy. Okay. All right. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, and that, that's, that's that's so there are different ways. Sixteen eight, uh, uh-huh. and then but some people prefer to have a twenty-four hour fast once a week. Or even there's so-called five-two five days you're eating within let's say a twelve-hour window, uh, and then you have a forty-eight-hour fast. Uh, then there are people who will uh, do that once a week, and then once every three months, perhaps go on a five-day fast, for instance. So, wow. Um, well you say? Wow, but uh, when you think about it, the uh, you know I I'm about twelve percent body fat, which is about ten kilograms of fat. When you calculate that in calories. That's uh, over. Oh my God! That's uh, that's uh, over ninety thousand calories. Uh, And I know it's a bit of a hypothetical question because you would never use all those calories. But theoretically, if you need, let's say, two and a half calories, uh, two and a half thousand calories a day, you've got enough energy on your body for a month or more. Wow! Uh, um, So whereas you know, so so actually, you don't you don't have to be frightened about not eating. Of course, there are. Not much is going to happen after even five days, but you have to get there. You have to train to do it. Uh, yes, I, I remember.
0: That... Uh, I remember. Sorry to interrupt. I remember mm. a, a video by Steve Vai. It's an American guitarist, and and he he was in this kind of Zen hippie uh, uh, style. Uh, uh, some some years in the past, at the beginning of his career, and he used to do one week fasting, mm. but once a year. Yes once right. a, once right. a year
1: right. once a year yeah 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 that's so, cr- just water
0: so, you know just water just water just
1: yeah. a water fast yeah, yeah 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 so i mean there are a few things you have to be careful of but if anybody's interested in trying it out one of the easiest ones is simply to skip breakfast um and have your first meal of the day around noon let's say or whenever you have your your lunch that's one way of getting into it the other way is to simply uh, shrink that eating window by one hour every week so if you're eating breakfast at seven in the morning and dinner at eight in the evening you'll go from seven to seven one week and then you'll shift from seven to six Mm -hmm. and then you might go eight to six etc so reducing that eating window uh you know anything under 12 hours is a good start so great um and uh yeah so that's that's about uh how to get into to fasting. But if you want to go into more extreme versions, like more than 24 hours, there are things you need to look out for. Uh, and if you have any diagnosed uh, me- uh, medical uh, issues, conditions, then then you probably need to consult your doctor before you start and mm-hmm. that anyway. Yes,
0: you know, you know, I, I've always uh, I, I used to feel guilty because uh, I did that all my life. I mean, skipping breakfast, you know, <clears throat> I, I just drink black coffee in the morning and that's it. And I go on drinking black coffee all the way up to uh, noon, sometimes one, two p.m. And then whenever I have the chance to eat something for lunch, then I have my lunch and uh, uh, then I have the, the this heavy meal. Uh, At dinner Normally 8.30, 9 o'clock And you know uh, Very often I I kind of skipped lunch Or would would eat just a sandwich Like 4 p.m and then in a way i was doing inter- intermittent fasting in a way but of course not following any specific diet or anything but just because of my routine and and i used to feel guilty about it but i i also used to feel very fresh in my mind and very active and very you know uh very uh, in in terms of thinking you know and and reasoning and and clarity of you know uh, this was one of the things that I associated with it. But of course, we associate that with coffee as well. So so it, it's difficult to to make it clear yeah, that yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I could say it doesn't
1: ma- It does matter what you're eating as well. Uh, but what you just described uh, is a lovely description of one of the benefits people get from being metabolically flexible. That means the ability of the body to switch from burning high octane glucose to the slower burning, let's say, uh, uh, fats, uh, and uh, one of those things is clarity, uh, clarity of thought. Um, it's the other, another one is, um, that, you know, more energy, uh, just a better focus. So uh, these are things that that you experience uh, when your body learns, relearns rather, how to switch its fuel source uh, in this way.
0: Yes, yes. Okay, and let me ask you, recently you you went through a kind of experiment uh, which was a different uh, diet for For how long? For 30 days?
1: 30 days, yes. indeed. Yes. Yeah.
0: So, a carnivore diet. Can you explain to us what you did and why yeah. you decided to do that?
1: Yeah, well, uh, happily. Um, Yeah, I mean uh, basically there are a lot of different ways to eat, when you open the internet browser you'll find a million different ways to eat Um, and uh, today we're being told we should all go vegan Um, uh, and uh, the other end of the spectrum you've got the carnivores and they're people who uh, choose to eat only uh, meat, fish and eggs. Then there are different variations of that: meat, fish, eggs, and some dairy. Um, uh, then some people will add uh, meat, fish, uh, eggs, uh, dairy, raw honey, for instance, etc. The idea being that this is closer to our ancestral diet, uh, maybe you know, 300,000 to uh, 3 million years ago. Uh, and in fact, that this sort of the the, the Food supply that we our bodies evolved to actually be able to, to use most efficiently and effectively. Um, the science isn't exactly clear, um, but uh, it's a very interesting idea. So uh, you know, my own food protocol isn't too far away from the, uh, the carnivore, in that uh, the difference being that I include a certain amount of nut seeds and leafy vegetables. But I thought it would be interesting to try this carnivore. So yeah, I set myself a date, got myself some uh, very high quality uh, uh, meat um, and I spent 30 days, I didn't have a single vegetable, nut, seed or grain. So it was just meat, fish, uh, uh, eggs and I chose to include dairy. Uh, dairy in that as well
0: and, and how did you feel then and, and did you have like were you were you also doing some inter intermittent fasting uh, with that uh, or, or and how did you feel like in your everyday were you active were you feeling
1: yeah yeah well I've been intermittent fasting with a time restricted eating 16 eight for four years now so I, I sort of maintain that I tried a 48 hour fast as well for the first time I've never done one of them. Um, uh, how did I feel? I felt great. I, mean, I was enjoying the food that I love. I mean, you know, uh, a typical meal could be uh, six scrambled eggs with smoked salmon, or it could be a 300 gram uh, steak with butter on top and salt and um, uh, uh, a few pieces of cheese or something. So all the stuff that I really love, that we're told we shouldn't eat so much of, um, I really indulged in that and mm. I really enjoyed it. Um and uh, I uh, also surprisingly, even though'm I'm, I'm kind of at an optimal weight, I've managed to lose four kilograms uh, extra, which might not sound a lot. Eight pounds or nine pounds, four kilograms, but uh, four kilograms is about five and a half percent five and a half percent of my total body uh, weight. So in just 30 days, um, we, I can't really explain why that is. Uh, well, I can try to, but for sure it wasn't muscle loss because of the high amount of protein I was eating, uh, which enabled uh, muscle uh, protein turnover and uh, protein syn- muscle protein synthesis. So it won't have been uh, uh, muscle uh, in particular. Uh, and my waist, my trousers, uh, actually got a bit loose, so oh. you know, I had to actually, at the end of it, I had to, do, so it was coming from my waist, which means there was probably visceral fat uh, inside my my abdomen, which um, I didn't know I still had a lot of. So interesting that um, I should lose another four kilograms. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, you have you 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 gave a lot of technical information here. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, sure. It's That's it's interesting. Perfect. Yes, yes. By the way, uh, can you tell us how to contact you if people are interested in being coached or learning more about their how to improve their lives and and in a healthy way and uh, perhaps do something like you did
1: yeah absolutely yes so I, I'm most active on LinkedIn where you'll find me Roderick Lambert uh, if you look me up Um and uh, I post uh, almost daily useful tips advice uh, information Um they can reach out to me there or via my address uh, email address Roderick at midlife metabolic com. Um, and that's probably where I would send anybody who wants to wants to uh, uh, get in touch. And I would just say that um, there's a lot of information uh, you get from you know doctors, lifestyle magazines, and on the internet, uh, and it can be really confusing. Um, so, uh, you know, we could want to make, if you have decided you want to make a change in the way you live to benefit your health and the way you experience your life, then uh, make sure you're reaching out to someone who... Has uh, you know, can back it up with uh, some sort of evidence-based research and that personal experience because that was that was you know that was definitely my own experience as well. Um, And secondly, uh, don't think of going on a diet. It's about changing your lifestyle. And uh, this is you know when you look up the uh, the origins of the word diet, it comes from the Greek word dieta, and that means lifestyle. So, you know, we've used this word diet for a, you know two months when you're going to change something and then you go back to what you did before. It's what you were doing before that got you into trouble. So you have to change your lifestyle. Um, cool. I'll I have advice. We you. talked about, just, just a quick word because it's very important. We talk about, uh, I talk about the metabolism a lot and that's the way that your body uh, uses energy for the best. Uh, best effect, so you're at your top highest perfor- uh, level of performance. But uh, you know, there's the element of what you eat and drink, there's the element of how you sleep, very important element, of course, movement, um, and uh, the element of stress and mitigating stress. Now, in my mind, the one thing that you do day in, day out uh, is the uh, like eating is the one thing you should focus on and makes the biggest difference, uh, but of course. Look at your sleep, look at your movement, look at your stress uh, as well. All five of those things uh, actually, of course, well, they, they all impact how your body works and therefore how you feel, how it reacts to, uh, how it stores or uses energy. Um, and, and yeah, and mood, by the way, is very, very important for your mm-hmm. emotional state. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, thank you very much, Then I would just like to remind you that you can uh, follow us on Facebook or Twitter. Um, uh, the podcast page, if you want to listen to any other episodes, is at pod.followenglish.com.br. You can send emails with uh, suggestions and, and, and comments to info at followenglish.com.br. And thank you for listening, and I'll see you next time. Bye.
1: Bye-bye. Thanks for watching.